time to get real. I want to see some crazy whizbiz. What's the I want to see some of that with this. This castle is in unacceptable condition. Unacceptable. Mathematical. Bacon pancakes. Gentle listener, welcome back to WizBiz Podcast with Alex and Eric, where we discuss all things Adventure Time, and the things from in between Adventure Times. Uh, my name is Eric. And I am Alex. And in this episode, we're going to be discussing Season 2, Episode 3, Loyalty to the King, and Season 2, Episode 4, Blood Under the Skin. Uh, but before we do that, I'm going to just turn to uh, my amazing co-host Alex and say, Hey Alex, how's the weather? How's the weather? How's the weather? That's my question. I'm opening with that. Ring, 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 banana phone. There's a banana <laughs> phone in this episode. I know, and, I know. And that song's been in my head all day. Okay, the weather's the weather outside is frightful, uh, but mm-hmm. the fire is so delightful. It's true, there is and, a little tiny and fire. And as long as you love me so, uh, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Yeah, it is, of course, raining right now. It is, but it snowed in Portland and the entire city shut down. Oh, we had People good left their snow. cars on the side of the highway yeah, and got broken like, into. It was very, very Portlandy. There were like eight inches of snow in some Yeah, it was places. nice. Um, I, I had a snow day from work, which was very exciting. I did not have any snow days from work. In fact, uh, I've been in the middle of a pretty big contract, and it's uh, it feels like putting out a lot of dumpster fires all the oh, time. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, that's that sounds... Uh, that sounds terrible. Sounds like it's going to hopefully come with, you know, payment, at least. Yeah, that's that's true. I mean, generally the whole work it's, equals money thing. That's, it, that's, yeah, that's, that's I hate important. it. I hate it. I hate yeah, it. I really wish we could get paid for, like, doing this. Me too. You know, we'd probably record a lot more episodes. Yeah, like, we made any money off this. Like, you don't know, the like, audience at home, the amount of effort we would put in if we actually, like, had, like, money. Oh, man. Oh, man. And and we would be so much more um, attractive and uh, entertaining. Yes. Yeah. I absolutely. mean, I say this. I have a full time job, two podcasts, and I still have to finish. You know, and and writing books. Mm-hmm. That's too much. I need to get rid of that full time job. I need to have one of these side things start making some cash. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, maybe this is the year. Okay. So maybe you know. I mean, we're still at the beginning of the year. There's time. There's time. Yeah. All right. Oh, wait, before we start the episode, let's do let's do this. Um, I have brought in mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. for our uh, imbibing pleasure. I was at the mm. uh, I was at the liquor store, which ah. is where you buy liquor in Oregon. Are we going to talk about the OLCC scandal at all in this episode? Is there a scandal? I don't know about it. Oh shit! You don't know about the OLCC scandal? Okay, you keep keep going. Well, let's introduce going. this and tell me okay. about the OLCC scandal. Um, and I was trying to uh, buy um, Powers brand whiskey, which is my whiskey of choice. Oh yeah. And while looking for it, because. Their layout is weird and not quite alphabetical. Uh, I saw this uh, this thing, uh, Writer's Tears, uh, Irish whiskey. Writer's Tears, something yes. we have both shed. Exactly. And w- that's what's nice about this. This is refillable. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we, uh, I've got some uh, Irish whiskey here, and I thought, hey, let's take a, let's take a little snifter on the show, and uh, Eric can react. It turns out Eric has had this before, and uh, I can't keep a bottle in my house without opening it, so we were down to the last two shots by the time <laughs> we recorded. But Yeah, I, hmm. And honestly, I think it's damn delicious. Eric's done the serious uh, swishing. He's breathing in. He's getting the aroma, the bouquet. There's a trick. There's a trick when you're 
tasting liquor, where you want to get some liquor in your mouth and you want to exhale over it so you get all of the boozy fumes out of your mouth. Oh. And then you can get a better taste of the Interesting. I'm going to try that. All right. I didn't notice any difference. Yeah, me neither. But yeah. that's <laughs> but no, I, I like it though. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, honestly, like any type of wine tasting where they make you swirl or like decant and shit, like, I, I don't, I can't taste it. But whatever, I'm glad you guys like it. It's, it's fun. <laughs> I like technique. Uh, I learned that from a uh, from a bourbon taster or a whiskey taster of some sort years, years ago. Whiskey Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's good. It's pretty nice. It has a good mouthfeel, some good body. It's... Uh, you know, it's an Irish whiskey, and I think Irish whiskeys um, always end up being kind of a little uh, smoother and less uh, confrontational than bourbons. Yes, um, which is why I like it. Yeah, yeah. But this one, I think, has a little bit of an edge that Irish whiskey doesn't usually, and I think that gives it some nice character. So, hell, I'd buy it again. Yeah, Raiders it wasn't that cheers. expensive either. Uh, That's nice. Yeah. I don't remember what that bottle cost, but it was like, you know, comparable to, you know, the normal whiskey prices. What are normal whiskey prices? I don't know. What, what are you, the bottle like that's like, I don't know, 30 bucks or something? Something like that. Yeah. It looks yeah. like a fancy bottle. I'd pay 35 Yeah. It's it. like something like that. Yeah. 30, 30. Yeah. Like some, some of near that number-ish. Like, it says on here it's been distilled three times and it's made out of barley. Triple distilled. And it was, it was aged in, uh, in American <laughs> bourbon barrels. Ooh. Or so something bourbon barrels. Bourbon. American oak barrels. Yeah. Yeah. Bourbon barrel. Bourbon yeah. has to be, uh, a, in order to be officially bourbon, bourbon has to be aged, uh, at least three years in American new oak, charred American new oak, which means a bourbon barrel can only be used once for bourbon and then it's whoop out of there. Yeah. Um, isn't bourbon technically, there's like an area restriction too that they, we kind um, of ignore. There used to be an area restriction. Yeah, I yeah. don't think there is anymore. Oh, that's um, good. Cause I just, just hated that. There's just rules about how it has to be made. Yeah. Like it has to be 51% uh, corn and aged in new American oak. And there's some other things i can't remember um, i'm 100 percent fine with those rules but the the location restricted stuff is weird like oh you can't make brie unless you're in brie like you can't well you can't make champagne unless you're in the champagne region that it's sparkling like, come the fuck on like just get, that's some this, pretentious shit but this brings us back to what we were talking about before the show with the with the bourbon and branch right like oh yeah the idea with bourbon and branch is that like serious bourbon drinkers will get cask strength bourbon and then they will dilute it with uh water from the same branch of the river that the bourbon is originally made with. Yeah. So a bourbon and branch is like, you know, the fanciest way to drink your bourbon. I mean, I love that in concept, but that's that's well beyond my uh, tasting palate. <laughs> like that's, I, I, I mean, frankly, I'm pretty sure that's not real. I mean, it's real, but it's like. It's real, but, no, but it's I mean, like, it's too fancy. In the same way they did that thing where like they, they had fancy sommeliers giving people two buck chuck mm -hmm. and like the, the wine people were like, oh, this has a wonderful aroma and bouquet. Oh, this has got rich notes of blah, 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 blah. And it's like literally the cheapest wine they could give them. Yeah. But I the mean, presentation that's the thing. You, yeah. you never know what's going to end up making a bourbon really good or making a wine really good. I think that there's a lot of unknown variables. Uh, and honestly, you know, I'm a, I'm just a poor boy from a poor family and, um, I'm not sparing your life if that's what you're asking. I just, I usually drink well bourbon at the bar. Yeah. I mean, I drink, you know, I got I no mean, problem with well bourbon. You know, when we go to, uh, when we go to our, uh, after recording tippling spot, I sometimes look at the, the six shooter, which is usually like a smidge above well, like the, what's the, the bottom shelf, the bottom shelf. Yeah. Bourbon. Like an old crow kind yeah. of. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that stuff. Yeah. But, I'm fine with it. Yeah. 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 I mean, if I'm buying a bottle, I buy like, you know, at least decent, but yeah. Oh, at, no, at I bar, always buy yeah. cheap stuff too. 
Really? Yeah. Well, yeah, because it turns out that's what I like. Like oh. I, when I, you know, like if I shell out more money for like a nice bottle of bourbon, I find out that I don't necessarily enjoy it any more than a bottle of Old Crow. See, that's the one, th- like I can tell the difference between bottom shelf and kind of whatever this is, you know, like middle shelf. Mm-hmm. That I can tell. Middle shelf to top shelf, I, that's where it starts to go away. But like the difference between like that kind of, this is going to be the synesthetic thing I've ever said, but bottom shelf whiskey tastes purple to me. And this tastes like there's like more of a like a. I'm writing this down. A diminished... Bottom shelf whiskey tastes purple to me. Yeah, it's got like a purple <laughs> flavor. And to it. I am here in the studio with Alex, and I am almost certain he is not on hallucinogens. I can I'm see not, his I, pupils; I they are not extra dilated. Moderately synesthetic. There's certain things that have a color association with me, uh, and that's one of them. Like bottom shelf whiskey, feel it's like a purple flavor to it. And, like, once you get to the center shelf, it's got, like, the flavor, the color of it is the color of, like, a nice, soft, you know, urine whiskey. So, okay. <laughs> uh, oh, I God, wanna... you should hurt me and John and Alex hates stuff. <laughs> I was telling John how, uh, I forget what the two words were, but it's, like, singular and plural, let's say. I don't, it's mm-hmm. two very simple words. But I was trying to explain to him how, like, in my head, plural, just the uh, phonemes to me sound like it should be what singular is. You know, the, the feel of the word. The feel of the word. Yeah. Okay, okay, but and then, But then I stepped out of my body. I'm like, this is fucking bananas, dude. Like, <laughs> this is weird even for you. Um, all right, so then uh, what color does a banana taste like? Um, what does a banana taste like? I don't think I have a... No, I don't have a color for banana. All right, now, if a banana came out of a demon's ear... What color do you think it would taste like? Brown. Yeah, brown? definitely brown. Okay. Yeah. Now, if a banana was just stuck in somebody's ear because they were using it as a telephone, what color do you think it would taste like? Iced brown. Iced brown. Yeah. All right, so... <laughs> Which gets us into the show. Yeah, let's not talk about drinking whiskey. Talk about this children's <laughs> show that we discussed. <laughs> the Ice King has kidnapped Engagement Ring Princess. Is that who that is? It is I was trying the to most on-the-nose of all the princesses. Like, you know, every time you have sort of a non-core princess in Adventure Time, it seems like their only goal in life is to get married, and it's almost always to Finn. Why? Which is creepy. Yes. Because Finn is way too young. Why does she only say, save me, Finn and Jake, in a, like, a completely non-affected voice? Because the other thing that we see with a lot of the princesses in this show is they don't really get a chance to have their own personalities or very much complexity. Like, some of them do. You know, some of them get developed later on, but a lot of them are just, are just backdrop characters. And yeah. Engagement Ring Princess, it does not... Strike me as a um, incredibly intelligent. But it princess. seemed like they were like hanging a hat on the fact that she was just saying this rote line. It was yeah, weird. yeah. You know, I didn't remember this episode going into it, and I thought that there was going to be some sort of trick involved with engagement ring princess. That's, like she was, you I, know, programmed by the Ice King. Literally or thinking a robot it was going to be Gunter or, in disguise. That this yeah, was a trick to get them dis- to save Gunter. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm, that would all be. But it wasn't. No, yeah. no, it was it's just a weird a thing. Dumb princess. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. Not all princesses are dumb. Engagement ring pr- princess just happens to be a dumb person who's a princess. Well, let's uh, go and get to the princess everybody wanting Jake, uh, uh, Finn thing. Yeah. We don't know how old they are. True. So they could but be. they all want to get married. Yeah, but they could be age appropriate. They could just be like, uh, you know, uh, marriage obsessed little uh, little ladies. I mean, princesses. So what about old they, lady princess? But they believe in, you know, hierarchical things. So they need a husband to keep power. That's true. So even from a ripe young 14-year-old, they're going to have to, mm-hmm. have, you know, eventually plan their, their they need to. They need to buy into the patriarchy. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's a rough gig. I don't think I would want to be a princess. I mean, I wouldn't mind being um, the one from later in the day. What is she, like a zombie princess, corpse princess? 
She's um, cool. Huntress Princess is pretty cool too. Yeah, but she's actually cool. I was just being dumb. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm goth. I have to like fucking goth things. I have new goth fingernails. Did you see that? Oh, that's nice. Yeah, Eric, yeah, Eric is all nice and painted. Uh huh. They're they're they're. Uh, I'm calling it goth blue. They're the color of uh, cheap bourbon. <laughs> the color that cheap bourbon tastes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they all do what I meant. Um, so yeah, Ice King uh, uh, checks his cell phone, which is a banana. Mm-hmm. And now I've had banana phones stuck in my head for like a, a significant long time. Like, yeah. Like, I think I watched this, two, yeah, I watched this Friday night. Uh-huh. And I've had banana phone in and out of my head for quite a while. Young people, uh, that's a internet meme from the ye olden days. The thing that I really love about that meme is it is from that little window of time where I was sort of like too old to be exposed to memes on the internet like i was on the internet all the time yeah i don't think i ever i heard the banana phone thing but like maybe only once or something oh really uh yeah, yeah. a lot of those really dumb early memes like the banana phone yeah, the, hamster dance uh hamster dance um what was the uh <coughs> the 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 frog that made the boop doop 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 song i can't remember oh yeah yeah crazy frog Crazy Frog. Well, Crazy Frog is a little different because Crazy Frog started as a commercial in England. Oh. And, um, I mean, I guess it's still a meme. It's just, it's on an internet. It didn't start on the internet. Oh, okay. Much okay. like that dancing Uga Chucka baby that was on that TV show. Oh, yeah. That was on uh, Alec, Alec McBeal. Yes. 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 I was going to say, I, I was going to say Harrison Ford's wife's TV show. Was which that is, Harrison Ford's wife? Is that Callista Flockhart? Yeah. Yes. That's Harrison Ford's wife. I could be wrong. Isn't Harrison Ford, like... 80? Uh, yes, Flockhart. yes. She's got to be just like yeah. 60 at the oldest. He married her in 2010. Uh-huh. And Miss Callista was born in 1964. So she's not even 60. She's, she's 59. 59, yeah. Wow. Go go, Harry. Maybe even still 58. Wow. Yeah, November. So yeah, she's 58. What's November what? Uh, November 11th. Wow, she, that's like she's... We almost have the same birthday. What's your birthday? Mine is November 12th. That's pretty close. It's I like know. one day apart. I know. I know. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, different years. Depend- yeah, but depending on what part of the world it is, it's kind of the same day. Like the right think time it- zones. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, like, you know, let's not get into this. You don't even want to know what color I think the world tastes. Uh, uh. So, yeah, banana <laughs> phone's great. Um, I do love that. So Ice King shaves his beard and starts working out. Okay, but it's not just that. We learn a really important thing about Ice King's beard. It gives him the power to fly. Oh, uh, that's true. Which is nuts. Well, I mean, he says that, but it could be that he just lost his mojo. <clears throat> but he didn't lose his mojo. We see him doing ice magic constantly in the episode. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's, that's weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, but he gets all into shape and uh, uh, Slime Princess starts, mm-hmm. uh, you know, hitting on him. And I just love the, is someone paying you to do this? <laughs> Which, man, I've... You know, there are times, and especially later in the show, that I really, really sympathize and, like, feel a bit of myself in the Ice, in King. The ice King. So when, when that line happened, I am reminded of, I told a story on this this very podcast about a girl trying to uh, ask about how to turn on a treadmill. I've had oh, three different women say, you are the dumbest human that's ever lived. Obviously, she was just trying to talk to you. Yeah. like... Yeah, because I'm an anxiety mess. Apparently she was too, so we probably would have been a good match. Uh, but yeah, so I get it. I get it, Ice King, because my first thought when something like that happens is like, is someone paying you? Like, why are you? Tr- why would you talk to me? Like, I get maybe you knew what my personality was like in finding that mildly amusing, but like this thing? Ugh. So how do you turn on a treadmill? 
just, you know, rub against it, you know, say it's looking nice. Uh, Show your feet, send it feet pics. Yeah, send it feet pics, yeah. <laughs> it likes chocolates. <laughs> and toe jam. Yeah. Ugh. Not Earl, though. So I'm an idiot, and I associate mm-hmm. myself with the Ice King because uh, he's, he's, he's a lonely boy that sucks at talking to women, and I'm right there with him. Except yeah. I don't believe in kidnapping. Uh, I'm not into that. Oh, yeah, and there is definitely not a cage full of princesses in the other room in Alex's um, basement. Well, not anymore. Not anymore. Yeah. Eric explained to me that that was wrong. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, but they're cartoons. And you're like, Alex, you've been doing acid every day. Those aren't cartoons. <laughs> but don't worry, people at home, there's just stuffed bears. And it's yeah, fine. Yeah. And they're free now. Yes. Eric didn't actually check what, the, what they were stuffed with. Uh, Ugh, <laughs> Jesus. All right. No, it's just sometimes, sometimes they get the, the jokes get too gross. I was thinking like polyethylene. Why would you put polyethylene in? I don't know. What's that weird like? That stuff is toxic. Oh, is it? Oh, right. <laughs> Um, so we got to the woods where, uh, Jake and Finn are walking. Finn has the severed head of an enemy. Of a, of a cyclops yeah. that he had just killed, apparently. <laughs> and he's mocking it, going like, oh, ow, my head. Really fun. <laughs> but Jake has got, uh, giant legs and he's holding his phone up to try to get a cell phone signal. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting because, uh, Ice King has his fake banana phone. Yeah. But apparently there's working cell towers in Ooh. Yeah, apparently. And, 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 you know, we see, uh, so, I mean, what we skipped was like Ice King, uh, without his beard, Flirts with Slime Princess, takes the name Nice King. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. And um, and Slime Prin- and uh, and uh, LSP Lumpy Space Princess sees this and is like, ooh, and starts the gossip train a rolling. And so the princesses are all calling each other, spreading the word about this new king in town, and he's a nice king. And they're all sort of on their way now. They all want to get married to the nice king, including, and I'm not really sure who this princess is. The princess with all the friggin' weird ass heads. Oh, I called her Cronenberg Princess. Cronenberg Princess. I'm calling her Cronenberg Princess. Yeah, I mean, Princess I'm sure she too. has a real name, but like that's that's Cronenberg Princess. Okay, Cronenberg yeah. Princess. Uh, yeah, because she looks like some kind of Cronenbergian nightmare. Oh, she does. She does. One of the heads is like a big, weird zombie ogre coming off of her back, and there's yeah, like it's, it's just gross. It's really gross. Or maybe she had a run in with the uh, Magic Man, and that's that was her. That was her. That was the outcome. Yeah. Yeah. It, whatever happened, it's just like, yeah. So, so the thing about the thing about the Nice King. So, so Finn and Jake are excited about this because they're like, "Oh, we're gonna go offer our services to the Nice King and pledge our support." You know, because Ooh is a land with problems, and if if a ruler comes along who's actually a good ruler, I mean, I guess they they should probably invent democracy. Although I don't know if I would trust the candy people to vote. No, definitely not. They would just keep voting for Bubblegum Princess anyway. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, didn't didn't they vote oh, around yeah, they in one did. episode? Yeah. They did, and it went horribly. Yeah, yeah, because I think the, the King of Ooh, uh, uh, Andy yeah. Daly, or whoever that actor is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, that's that's in a much later episode. But yeah, they elected oh, sorry, their king. sorry, spoiler alert, people at home. Yeah, yeah. So it turns out when they use democracy, it, it's just a disaster because all of the inhabitants of Ooh are just yeah. dumbass. Which is why on uh, WizBiz with Alex and Eric, we were pro-tyrannical dictatorships. And we, we've said it since episode one. The only hand that can hold the country is an iron hand. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Vote for Victor Von Doom. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm definitely, uh, I, I definitely would vote for, for Dr. Doom. He seems like he knows what he's doing. Yeah, I think once he actually gets control of the world, I think we're going to like a lot of his ideas. Plus, I think it's just the getting control part. Is plus, the he's got so many PhDs. I feel like we he, should celebrate he, and he knows magic. intellectualism. Right. And what he, more? I know. What else do you need? And he's got power armor, so he's basically immune to assassination. I, this is I, Yes, exactly. He's like, if JFK merged 
with some kind of medieval mage mm-hmm. and then, you know, said, fuck you, Kennedy, watch bullets bounce off of this. But also and- it wasn't just JFK. It was like Einstein. Because he's a friggin' science genius. Oh, yeah. Hey, you know what I found out about Einstein recently? Um, he had a lot of hair? No, I didn't realize... I thought he was like a... Uh, you know, I didn't realize he was real. What do you mean? I thought he was a theoretical physicist. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm flipping Alex off for you Sorry. right now, Someone told audience. Me that... that was the worst joke. <laughs> Someone told me that joke the other day. and Because I don't know any street jokes. I couldn't remember any. And he's like, you gotta write this one down. I'm like, uh... oh, my God, I have a chance to use it. It's actually in my phone right now. I'm like, I can't believe this fucking came up. <laughs> that like, was... That was an awful joke. I, I tell jokes, and they are frequently bad, but... Yeah, I don't remember any street jokes is the problem, so I'm like, yeah, I have one yeah. now, okay, and you got one. miraculously it came up on the show. Yeah, I'm, I'm, sad that, I'm sad that you have that one. <laughs> I think that's probably the last time I'm going to use it. No, no, I think the next time I bring up Einstein, you should do it again. Well, no, here's the problem is I've already told that to John and you, and uh-huh. that's everybody that I like to annoy with bad jokes. Oh, I feel like it's now it's your thing. It's your shtick, that one Einstein joke. You're just going to have to tell it over uh, and over again. Um... Yeah, I don't stuck know. in a rut. No, I was trying to. I was trying to. I was going to say that's a relatively awful proposition. <laughs> I was trying to get some kind of relativity thing there. It didn't work. Uh. Hey, let's let's get back to talking about the thing that isn't that horrible joke. Okay, okay. Hey, so, Eric, did I ever tell you that I love the opera? But but if you hate it, I I, I do too. <laughs> I wrote that down also. <laughs> it's just the neediness of of the princesses. In they this are so eager to please. Is like, disturbing. They get they get. Uh, they get like apoplexic when they don't know the yeah. answer. So, so, so the nice king uh, sets Finn and Jake at the task of interviewing the princesses. So he's still keeping them in a prison. Like the the princesses are all showing up there, there willingly, and he still puts them in a big cage. But they're in the cage by their own volition. They they have agreed to be in the cage. But it's still just ridiculous that that's sort of. The only thing Ice King knows how to do with the prince. I would just say, if you've seen reality TV, I think he's treating them with, like, more dignity and grace than some reality TV shows. It's not like, hey, get naked and forge in the bushes for our uh, for our amusement. <laughs> That's true. That's a very good point. Yeah. Ah, your diarrhea is funny for us. <laughs> I mean, I guess I, I, that part I kind of, yeah, all right. Um, but uh, but uh, Finn is having a problem with everything because it turns out that his new job involves making princesses cry. And... Um, and that's uh, that's against Finn's code of honor. Yeah, I guess so. I don't I don't like the Finn part of this episode. I actually really like this episode more than for a one-off just kind of rando yeah. episode. I actually really enjoyed this one. The only part I didn't like was the like Finn's uh, question of honor kind of thing. Really? Because I feel like that comes up a lot. It does come up a lot. I just think it's it's been done better. Probably. I just I don't know. It just didn't like ring true to me. He's like, oh, I don't want to make a princess cry. It's like, dude, you murder sentient beings on a whim. But that's also part of his code. Yeah, that's weird. I'm, maybe I'm saying that Finn is actually kind of a monster with arbitrary uh, heroic. Well, he goal. is a human. Have you met them before? Humans are monsters. I know that a lot of people say that humans aren't real. Wait, are humans the, the hairy ones with the horn? No, no, they, most of them don't have horns. Uh. But they are horny. Humans. Yeah, yeah. They're the ones that taste like bacon. Oh, humans. Oh, sorry, yeah. I, was, I, I was somewhere else. You know what I was thinking of the first time was a narwhal. I was getting narwhals oh, right, right. And, narwhals humans and humans confused. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, they do both enjoy being wet, I've heard. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to stop right there. Okay, good, good. Yeah, one of the things I like about this episode is uh, there. there's some really cool visuals. Like, 
Um, so we talked before about sort of like the the throwaway part where Finn has the the severed Cyclops' head, which looks really cool. And they, you can tell that part of it is, you know, the animators are having some fun with it. You know, like they, they leave the head sitting on the ground and a frog hops into it. And then they make a little joke about like, oh, we have to kick this frog out of his new home. Yeah. Um, but then later on, like this, the, the, the Ice King in his Nice King disguise, which is really just shaving off his beard, um, makes this awesome sandcastle. And when they finally go into the sandcastle, there's like an octopus, the tentacles yeah, start awesome. writhing yeah. all over. So the, the episode looks cool. There's some awesome art in it. I wanted to bring up, because um, I'm going to forget, so I'm going to talk about the next episode for like <clears throat> just the smallest little uh, okay. gloss, is uh, this season feels like they had a bigger budget because there's a lot of little asides. Uh-huh. And then uh, next episode... Um, they kept doing those like like when he sees the splinter, they do this mm-hmm. close up shot with like detailed hand drawings. Yeah, they use like that a lot. They did like it's just it feels like they had a little bit of a bigger budget. And this episode and and a couple parts in the other one just feel like there's more sets to draw. Like it just feels like yeah, they had yeah. a little I, bit more to play with. And the the yeah. art is a little it is a little bit more intricate or a little bit yeah. more creative. It's almost like they had more time to work on stuff. And so I want uh, yeah I wonder if season one because. We don't know what the popularity was of the show. We know it got super popular, but, I, mm-hmm. you know, we don't know when it became popular. But I guess my guess is that season one was a big enough hit that they went, fuck, yeah, you have some money. Yeah, yeah or enjoy. they might have even just yeah. gotten more leeway from the producers. Like, yeah, go crazy. Like, people love the crazy stuff. Just keep keep at it. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, I think that's something to really, really appreciate. So Ice King's plan starts falling apart. And he, uh, his, his beard starts growing back. And so he sends Finn and Jake away on a special quest to steal the Ice King's razor. Yes. Uh, well, wait, wait, sorry. Before that happens, um, steal the Ice King's razor. I just, the, the thing I found the funniest in this episode, and I think it's when he got sent to that, I know it was before the razor thing, is that Finn walks in the room and Ice King is standing on Hot Dog Princess Holding on to undead princess and great princess, and he just he's, he's saying yes, yes, keep walking in a circle. Like that's his, that's his like, like his hedonistic what he wants to do. With, it is so fucking bizarre. It's, I love that. You can't kink shame the Ice King. Oh, I'm not. I I think it's fucking hilarious. And again, they agreed to be there. That's if that's, that's true, what you want to do true. with your time. Yeah, you know? and I mean, you know, uh, consenting adults, hopefully. But I wonder, you know, if he did get his master plan. Much like we were saying that his we master want plan is Victor Von Doom to take over the world. Maybe everything would be fine because I don't think so. His army of princesses, all he wants to do is stand on one and have two walk him around in a circle. Like maybe it's going to be great. But he reveals after Finn and Jake leave to fetch the razor, he reveals to the audience what his plan is. He says, and once I have my razor, I can select my elite army of wives and take over the world. But yes, no, I got that. But what would taking over the world look like? It would be icy. It would be it would mean an imbalance of the elements. Everything would be covered in ice. Everything would be frozen. Yeah, but I mean, I think he'd probably just be like standing on top of hot dogs a lot. I mean, doesn't everybody do that though? Sometimes. I mean, if you think about how human beings are really sausages, you know, we're like internal organs with a skin outer casing. We're all standing on. Hot we're dogs. all standing on hot dogs. We are hot dogs standing on hot dogs. Yes, yes. and it's hot dogs all the way down. It's hot to quote, dogs to quote all the, the, way down. the great philosopher. You know, we uh, we kind of. Uh, jumped over um ice king's kind of misogyny where he says uh something along the lines of uh can you just you know uh uh winnie out the fat ones yeah 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 he, he says some awful oh, stuff ice king. the things that he says to lumpy space princess are awful just awful like he's he just makes them ugh. He, he's like 
I don't want my women lumpy. I want them smooth. Oh, yeah. And she she's like, please, please, Finn, punch the smoothness out of me. P- punch my lumps. Yeah. <laughs> and then him just doing the, uh, I just want to see her looks like smooth. Yeah, doing the, the uh, hourglass oh, figure thing. Oh, yeah. You know, it's weird because he, as much as uh, Ice King does have the I want to kidnap princesses thing, it's a little more chaste than in this episode. Like this episode, yeah. there's like a bit of sex to it, which kind of gave me like a little like, ooh, yeah. that's, I don't, I don't like, the, I like the. Yeah, especially, so if we're talking about how like all the princesses usually want to marry Finn. Yeah. And then we were having that question of like, is that creepy? Because Finn's just a little kid. All right, so <laughs> I do have textual evidence for this. Okay. And it's for a much later episode. Uh-huh. But the episode where Princess Bubblegum loses part of her mass and therefore gets young. Yeah. Ice King flies in the window. It's presumably to kidnap her, and they said, but now she's only 14 years old. And he goes, ah, oh, that's it. I'm out of here. And turns around and flies back out of the window. So he does have, like, an He age, does have a scruple. He does have an age of consent. And it's, okay, which we know means it's that the princesses are old enough. Yeah, that's true. So what we've done using math is prove that the princesses... Are all a little pedophiliacs. Yeah, or... Uh, What's that other word? John always says it. Uh, pederast? No, ebophilophile. Eba Eba what? There's, there's like another word John always says. John says it just to bother me. Um, <laughs> Is it a shiny rock? It, I, mean, I don't remember it. It's, well, it's, it should it's be when a shiny rock. It's when you're attracted to people that are legally too young, but like they're like, uh, you know, uh, physiologically adult, you know, like they've reached their oh. It's like e. e-, e- yeah, who gives a shit? Oh, and yeah. then I'm not looking that one up. Okay. But uh, uh, maybe he's one of those. Or they, they're one of those. Like that maybe. all the princesses are like, eh, we're only like, I mean, yeah, we're we're 18, but he's 14 and, you know. But he's not 14 yet. He's like 11. Oh, shit. I didn't think about that. I was thinking he's like, four. oh, yeah, no, they're totes gross. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, yeah. all of them are gross it's monsters. Gross. Yeah, no, they're gross monsters. I know. join the Catholic Church. Fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> no offense to people that are in the Catholic Church. It's just that you give money to child molesters. Yeah, 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 good job. Which, which, and and if you don't find that offensive, cool. <laughs> but I do want yeah. you to remember, people in the Catholic Church, that just a few minutes ago you were probably wrinkling your nose when we said we would vote for Victor Von Doom. It's true. So, um, yeah, in your yeah. face, in your in face, face, Catholics. Catholics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Transubstantiate this, and then I'm gonna do that X thing from the '90s where you put it over your crotch. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. So at the end of the episode, they discover... So Finn and Jake go back to get the razor. They discover all of the Ice King's beard hair all over the place. Yes. They do this really gross thing where they put it on their face. They're like, I look like Ice King. Oh, I look like Ice King. And then one of them is like, I bet you you can make anybody look like Ice King with this beard, including the nice king. And then realization hits. So they go back and everything gets resolved. You know, they beat up the Ice King. They glue his beard back on him and kick him out the window. And And Finn has has a pun worthy of me. And that's what I call a close shave. And Jake reacts with the, oh, like, oh, that's so fucking bad. And I loved it. I loved every second of it. I love him annoying his friend. And then, and then Ice King has to close with a with the last act of misogyny where all the, all the princesses see that it's really the Ice King. They all get disgusted and they start to leave. And he's like, he's like, ladies, please, I can shave it off again. And when you get fat, I'll grow it back. Oh, that was it. Yeah, that was the fat part. Yeah, yeah. I knew there was like a gross fat thing. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But I mean, you know, barring the the misogyny, it's a funny Mm -hmm. line. Yeah, it is a funny line. Um, All right. So I don't really have any trivia for this episode. Um, All of the voice actors and stuff were sort of like normal um, standard voice actors for the Yeah, I kind of poked around in there too. I thought maybe we'd get like a cool princess uh, voice Here's something that is interesting. Um, 
we're going to be covering episode four next, and this Correct. is four episodes. We're four episodes into the season, and there's been zero Princess Bubblegum. Yeah. So where the hell is Peebs? I miss her. I don't. And she knows She's what my she did. favorite princess. And so here's my problem with, with Peebs. She's not really a princess. She's a queen. Uh, she runs her kingdom. She's not a princess. She's a queen. She uh, should be uh, Queen Bubblegum. I mean, here's the thing. A prince can run a kingdom. That No, but he'd be, he'd be uh, king in regent. Maybe. I don't know. That... Until, until, but I mean, they would immediately try to put the crown on somebody else. I mean, look what happened in England. I mean, every time a king left for two weeks, somebody else was fucking trying to <laughs> put true. that shit on. That's true. That's true. I learned all of that from Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. I'm not entirely sure oh, how no. accurate I mean, it is. Do you remember when the white ship sank and uh, King Stephen and Empress Maud just immediately went to war? They're like, oh, I should be the re- I should be king. And she's like, oh, I should be king. And they just start. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like that all the time. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, that's what happened after uh, uh, Queen Elizabeth died. Yeah. I mean, I think the war is still going on yeah i haven't been following the news um did you have anything else about that episode nothing else about that episode i think it's time for a segment all right let's let's do shiny rocks okay uh but alex. i want to start out with shiny rock oh sorry alex. Yeah, my apologies have you found any shiny rocks lately weirdly no it's weird that i'm spinning into that <laughs> no um i just but interestingly on the uh king charles uh note which i think he's king charles did he take a charles the third but he didn't take a regent name he actually no, no, is charles the third okay. So because of uh, Queen Elizabeth's very, very, very long uh, monarchy, like I think second or third longest. Oh God, in, I think in, maybe the longest. Yeah, it's, it's absurd. She was queen for a really, really long time. But we have gotten so used to this phrase. It's really interesting. So if you want to refer to correct British English, it's now the King's English. Ooh. We got so used to it being the Queen's English. That now but it's technically the it's the King's English. So calling the King's English the Queen's English is improper English. But it's one of those things that it's been around for so long. Uh-huh. It may now just be people th- might just keep referring just saying to the it. Queen's English, Which, much like the uh, the the boxing rules, the um, Queensbury. Yeah, but aren't those still Queensbury? Yeah, no, rules? I was just trying to think of another one with the word Queen, but it didn't work. No, no, it, 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 it was being nonsensical. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was literally just, I was just trying to desperate. I was, I was like, all right, I got nothing to say about chess. Uh, what other word has Queen in it? <laughs> but it's sort of like, um, uh, uh, oh man, this is a shiny rock that you've brought up before, and I always forget what it is. But you know, like the the save icon is a little floppy disk. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, it's um, it's a something morph. A skewomorph. Skewomorph. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's basically a type of skewomorph. Yeah, linguistic skewomorph. Lingu- which is, yeah. yeah, which is what it would be. Uh, so I guess we're, we'll let uh, linguists decide uh, whether it's the King's English now or the Queen's, but it's and interesting. Not us, not us. We do not get to decide no, even we have, though we want to. We have no vote on it. We're, one, we're not from that country. And two... And two, uh, we voted for Victor Von Doom. Yes. And three, I mean, I guess technically I have a degree in English, but like, that's... I'd need like seven more years before I would even get voting rights in the what words matter contest. And me, I'm a college dropout, so nobody gives a shit what I say. I mean, but really, between we're basically tied when it comes to... <laughs> All right, so Shiny Rocks. Uh, shiny Rocks, Shiny I, Rocks. I, do. I have some Shiny Rocks. Okay, I'm ready, I'm ready. Eric, do you know what Philipendulous means? Philipendulous. Yes. Um Spelled with an F. Oh, Philipendulous. Um, uh, I mean, it's going to be something swinging. Is it yeah, the second part's really easy. Yeah. With a horse? Is it uh, hung like a horse? I love it. I mean, wrong, but I love it. <laughs> uh, I'm a really big fan. Is Philly spelled with an F or a PH when you talk about horses? Um, uh, it's Greek, so it's spelled with a, a fee. PH, right? Yeah. 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 
Um, that wasn't me correcting you. I love that joke. I'm a big fan. I just, in my head, I went, I don't think I've ever read that word. <laughs> like, I just know it from like, you know. Um, pendulous. So Philly Pendulous is hanging by a thread. Oh, filament. Yeah, like filament. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, hanging by a thread. Yeah, which is which is fun. I don't know if it's still an, it's the the derivation from nineteenth century, so it's it's probably still good. And I don't know if if uh, pendulum. Oh, pendulum probably comes from Latin. So you Philly pendulous wouldn't work because that would be a mixture of Greek and Latin. Yeah, well, they, those would have those are chimerical words. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but uh, but I hate them. Yeah, like yeah. polyamory. Like no, 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 no. Oh uh, yeah, that's right. Poly and amor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's the whole argument with octopi, that they want to say it should be octopodes. It's octopodes. Yeah, yeah. But except everybody thinks it's octopi. Uh, okay. But is it even octopodes? Because octopus is one thing. You've got eight, you've got a thing that has eight arms. So to make a plural out of that word, you're not making a plural out of puss. You're I mean, honestly, a... I think it should be octopuses. Me too. It is yeah, octopuses. Yeah. Well, yeah, but except people make the octopodes. Who, who cares? Uh, uh, here's another one. That I, I mean, found. penis should, the plural of penis should be penis. Is penis Greek? It's Latin. Yeah, so it should be penai. No, penis. Oh, really? Dude. I, I is Dude, plural. I'm a college dropout. How do I know more Latin than you? Because well, I took Latin when I was 13. Well, I took, I studied Latin on my own, and I know that Latin has multiple forms and multiple types of plurals and multiple... Oh, you know, I know. I just I just like the <laughs> I, I. It's fun. Uh, okay. So this I found, and I checked two of them, and they are true, so I'm going to assume the list is, but I found on the jankiest website ever. Uh-huh. Uh, it's one of those ones with like a light blue background and like pink text. Oh right, the yeah. the, the the website that looks the way expensive gin tastes. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know it's weird. Gin actually does have like kind of a pinkish bluish uh, uh, color to it. Oh, it it's actually flavor. has a pinkish bluish look to it when you hold it up to the right light. No, but this is like a chalky pinkish blue. It's almost like a. Remember those lavender mints? Like if you if you made those oh, like yeah, if you yeah, made those yeah. a little more pink, that okay. would be the color would be the flavor of, of gin. gin. Okay. Yeah. Right. This is totally straightforward. All right, so anyway, I found a list of uh lost positives. Lost positives? Yes. <laughs> which I which I'm a big fan of. So lost positives are okay. a real thing. Uh here's a list of them. The reason I gave the preamble is I don't know where this is from. This website was obviously just copy pasting shit. Okay. So okay. I can't give good uh lost uh, yeah. positives. Yes. So uh, lost positives are these. Uh, it's when you're feeling gruntled, or if you're ruthful, or if you're made, or or just apt, or that is totally couth. You are kempt. Uh, I am and, usually yeah, fairly are, kempt. Things are feckful. Yeah, instead of feckless. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I like it. Yeah. So disgruntled, uh, ruthful is ruthless. Dismade is made. Apt, inapt. You mean unmade is made? There's no word dismade. Dismade is a word. Oh, dismayed. Oh, dismayed. Right. Yeah, you right, know that right. word dismayed? That's like very, very common. Yeah, but there's also unmade. Oh, yeah, I guess so. I'm pretty sure this is, uh, it was M-A-Y-E-D. So I th- it'd be dismayed. Yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah. You're right. Um, no, that is a good point. It's, it's you, you stopped me for a second. They're like, how do you not know dismayed? But I was like, yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, made, yeah, homino, hom, homophone. Uh, yeah, uh, inept, uncouth. Do, 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 homophone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, unkempt and uh, feckless. I like it. Yeah. Those are cool. Yeah, so those lost are lost positives. positives. Yeah, lost positives I know are real, and I looked up the ones that I'm like, there's no fucking way feckful's real, and that was, and I looked up um, ruthful again, because I'm like, no one's ever said that. And uh, yeah, it's those are those are real words. Those are or words at least that are, were just, at some point. are just gone. Yeah, yeah, they were they were part of English at some point. And there are just, so many amazing English words that have been lost and have gone yes. away. And like, I like using some of them. I really like, uh, I really like uh, whence, whither... Uh, thence and thither. 
but uh, yeah. nobody ever knows what the hell I'm saying. When I, I say somewhat frequently. Yeah, but do you ever say wither? No. Other than goosey goosey gander, wither, wither shall I wander? Well, I mean, whither goest we, whither shall we go after we're done recording? I mean, you know, you don't have to tell everybody. Oh, okay. Just, just in case there are stalkers. I mean, I would, I would welcome a stalker. Okay, fine. Tell them. Uh, we, we tend to hang out at the Double Barrel and right outside of Lad's Edition. I mean, you don't know what nights we record. That's true. We don't even know what nights we record. And like, unless unless you're one of the two people on our TikTok, you don't know what, what we look like. Uh, so like, there's, there's I'm pretty very... sure the whole internet knows what I look like because of, you know, all those tabloid spreads. And stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm pretty because sure. Because we... of the time when I was dating Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we could find your picture from like an open up an incognito tab. I, for me, it's a little. I I, I avoid yeah, cameras yeah. a lot. That, that's a good test. You want to try right now? Yeah, let's try. Open okay, a, yeah, in, open an incognito okay. tab. Incognito window. We're gonna go, go to uh, go to DuckDuckGo. Oh, DuckDuckGo. Okay. Yeah, Duck. and do a DuckDuckGo Duck. uh, Google image search. It's .com. Yeah, okay. and then um, so if you do a, a exclamation point gi space Eric L Arneson. Do do we want the L? Yeah, you have to put the L in there. Uh, do we want a period after the L? I don't know. I'm going to do, no, Arneson. And yes, um, you were the second uh, result for Arnamancy. Uh, and then the fourth result is you doing a wedding when you were much younger. Ooh, um, did I have hair? Your beard is very black and your Ooh. hair is still black. Wow. Wow, um, that was a long time ago. Oh, and there's one with you with like a, a sweet, you had like a, a kind of my beard. Really? Uh, in like, unless it's a different, yeah, you're ordained minister. Yeah, you've got, okay, a, okay. You've got a flat cap on. Oh yeah, that's me. Am I smoking a pipe? Uh, no, but you do have a, like a, a, a spider chrysanthemum. Yes. Oh, I know that picture. Yes. Okay. All right. So that's, so, um, okay. Okay. Now try Alex Bolin with two X's. Yes. Uh, okay. No, cover my book, cover my book, cover my book, picture of BMO, uh, <laughs> cover my book, cover of a different book. Um, oh, there's another Alex Bolin that kind of looks like me, but it's a lady. She's from Oxford. I've seen her before. Uh-huh. Uh, with two X's? Dune Tarot. No, with one X. Put two uh, X's in. No, it is two X's, but ah. one X showed up. The at Alex Bolin with one X showed up. Okay. Midway through kind of the bottom of the page, uh-huh. there is a blurry picture of me from the old Inspired Disorder podcast. Oh. So it's it's tough to find a picture of you. Actually, rolling through. Yeah, actually, that's the only one that's remotely me in there. Well, I guess the only thing to do is we have to start an Alex Bolin um, fan page that just has pictures. Well, it does have recommendations here, like, well, Postnatal, which is that lady. Do you have Safe Surf but then search turn, turn off? Maybe it's not getting your OnlyFans. Oh, uh, it's true. Wait, this one says Portland. I can click, see if that adds to anything. Would well, found my Facebook, but still didn't find pictures of me. Huh. There's a picture of Hudson Abadir. Whoa. Uh, yeah, all right. So I am. I'm I mean, you know mystery. what? This is something I've I've been curious about for a long time, and this might just end the podcast right here. Yeah. But I have never seen you and Hudson Abadir in the same room. So the next episode. <laughs> next episode. Is, okay. Uh, blood okay. under the skin. Yeah. Yeah. Awkward transition. It's weird. No, we definitely we definitely didn't summon me him in, in that in that ritual. <laughs> okay. So my favorite thing, one of the things that I really really love about this episode, is it is the first uh, appearance of Chuskus. I was wondering that. This is our first Chuskus, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love him. He's ridiculous. He rhymes when he talks, just like Etrigan. Uh, he's um, he's just stupid every time we see him. He drinks juice. Uh, he pronounces choose choose. Yes. Uh, it took me forever to figure out what the hell his name was, because I was like, 
Chuskus? Is that Juskus? Like, what the <laughs> hell is he saying? It is confusing. And I had to actually look it up online to see that it's it's Choose Goose, but it's yeah. Choose Goose. Um, and he's basically, like, he shows up over and over in Adventure Time from now on um, so, as sort of like a, sometimes he's a total background character, sometimes he has a major part to play, but he's like a wandering merchant selling stupid yeah, stuff. Yeah, he's the, he's the, what are you buying from, yeah. uh, with him? Um, I, there's a later episode where Finn and Jake upset uh, Choose Goose. Uh-huh. And I remember feeling bad about that, of like, oh, you went behind this guy's back, he's your boy. I forgot that the first time they meet, he offers to sell Finn a set of samurai <laughs> armor for the head of his dog friend. Yes, he totally is like, chop off that dog's head and you can have the samurai yeah, dude, armor. dude, so let's just, let's keep that in mind, that later in our podcast, when we get to the episode where there's some point where I feel bad about Chuskus. I'm going to bring that up and be like, remember that time? Yeah, like, I think Finn bought armor from somebody else and Chuskus felt really bad. I think that was it. Uh-huh. I'm like, no, you you, you offered to buy you you were like oh yeah give me the head of your friend yeah fuck you yeah it was, it was really gross yeah I'm, Plus, I'm upset there is no way that finn could take off jake's head jake could kick his ass yeah i disagree only because jake wouldn't see it coming uh-huh and finn could say god damn you choose goose i'd never do that and go after him with a sword uh-huh. and then all he has to do is like quick turn highlander style jake's head comes flying off all right, okay. But okay. in a fair fight, 100% agree with you. Yeah, no, yeah. Not even a fair fight. A fight that Jake knew was coming. Oh, yeah. yeah Finn's, Finn's, yeah. Finn's smashed. Yeah. It's over. Yeah, 0% mm-hmm. chance. That should have been the finale. So <laughs> Jake kills Finn. <laughs> One of the things that... Uh, so I, I didn't... I, I, I was enjoying this episode a lot, but I didn't write down a lot of notes. But there was something that, that I really, really loved. So the well, lady, oh, no, the, ladybug, go, the ladybug was great. Go ahead with your point. But, yeah, um, yeah. you know, so uh, so they're basically sent on a quest to get the, um, what is it, the armor of Zeldron. And they ha- and Choose Goose gives them this stupid scroll with this really dumb poem on it. And they get, like, partway through their quest. And, and Jake's like, well, you know, open up the scroll and read the poem. And what does it say? And Finn opens it up and he reads it. He's, it's, it's just, I can't remember what the poem is, but it's really, really dumb. Yeah, it's like and, raindrops or gumdrops falling yeah, from gum the sky. Drops so, falling, yeah, gumdrops yeah, falling. Yeah, and, and it doesn't mean anything. Uh-huh. And Jake... And Finn's like, I don't understand what this means. And Jake's like, Well, it's a poem. You don't, you don't know what it means by reading it. You gotta feel it. And he takes it. And he like pets it, and he gives Finn some really bad advice. And Finn's like, Are you sure about this? And Jake's like, Trust me, dude. I'm smarter than everyone. Yes. So last <laughs> Which episode, we know is not true. Last episode, I was very, very uh, <clears throat> sympathetic towards Ice King in certain parts. Let me please read this, understanding that I'm Alex. You don't read a poem to understand it. You have to feel it. Trust me, dude. I'm smarter than everyone. Yeah, it's if a total Alex line. If that's not me at 22, I don't know what is. Well, the thing that I loved about it is, you know, we, uh, the, the I think the last time we recorded, I was talking to you about, like, how the hell do you write poems? And I was showing you some, because I can't write a poem. Or, I mean, I guess everybody can. You, write a you poem. wrote a poem. I, I yeah, read it. It yeah. was bad. Yeah. It, was, yeah, it wasn't bad. It was, it was, uh, it was, it was, it was amateur. It was amateur. Yeah. It was poorly formed. Like it needed a lot of help, but like, you know, I know that you've written a lot of poetry. So I was like asking your advice and I was just sort of loving the fact that like Jake sounded so much like you. Like I could imagine you saying this exact same oh, yeah, thing. Yeah. <clears throat> and I was like, oh shit. 
Except for the Alex is a magic dog. I'm, I I wish. <laughs> Except for the I'm smarter than everyone. I feel like I've grown past thinking that because I've met people that are a lot smarter than me. And it's like, dude, oh yeah. Every I'm single a episode, moron. the shiny rock thing is just you saying I'm smarter than everyone. No, that's bullshit. That's oh, me, that's me searching. Oh. That's me running into. I do not associate <laughs> searching for for long words with being smarter than anyone. That's like saying librarians are geniuses because well, they can. Some have of them access, might be. There might be. Some. They might be, but. No, no, I assure you, my knowledge, I was thinking about this the other day, and we're never going to do it, but um, that if there were a, uh, a, a Excel spreadsheet of uh-huh. all the shiny rocks I did, and we're on episode 13-ish, 14? Of our podcast? Yeah. Oh, I mean, we're, uh, this is probably 16? Okay, so 16. Let's say episode 25, uh-huh. that Excel spreadsheet, which doesn't exist and never will, uh-huh. is sent to you and uh-huh. say, Alex, I have a quiz for you. <laughs> and when I go through all the shiny rocks. And there's I mean, probably, there, there's probably got to be about 70, 75 of them. Uh-huh. I bet you I would struggle to break 40. Maybe even 30. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's I just think, shit I found on the internet. I mean, or yeah, I'm reading a book and go, oh, shit, that word. Sometimes it's shit you found on the internet, but sometimes it's words that you already knew. And sometimes it's words like, you know. Uh, like how Papa Potts monster says homophobia. Or like a skewamorph. Skewamorph, yeah. Or, that was one I found on the internet years ago. But also, like last time, um, we had uh, uh, Tsugsvang. Oh, yeah, that one. The, the chess yeah. word. Uh, and the funny thing about that is, I had just learned that word from a chess friend. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. A friend of mine who plays chess. I'm not a really big chess player, so I'm not, I wouldn't consider myself a chess friend, but I have a friend who's a huge chess player, and he was talking about that particular thing. Anyway, <laughs> so let's talk about something more important than this. Let's talk about old people showering and a young man looking at their soapy generals. Oh, shit. I have a story. Oh, please. All right. Okay, so... uh, I've never been more excited for a story (laughs) in my life. In 1989, when I was just a young Eric, this is, uh, what, 1989? That was maybe... You were 16? I was... No, I was way younger than that. You're seven years older than me, aren't you? Well, I... No, I, you're not. No, you're like four years older than me. How the hell do I know? Sorry. All this math stuff is Yeah, sorry. Confusing. No, my mistake. All I, I, know, my friend Jess all I know is that I was ordained in uh, 97 or 96. Oh, in your face, 94. <laughs> Universal you were too Church, young baby. to be ordained then. No, you, they, they didn't have an, back then at ULC, didn't have an 18 or over <laughs> uh, uh, thing. Well, hold on. I'm going to check my card. Oh, no, whatever. I, honestly, I even lost the printout I had. Like, I just, I oh, mean, no, mine's important. Oh, by the way. Here. Oh, mine's not at all. Yeah. That might be a winner. I'm, I'm 100% joking and don't care. I mean, not I mean, I did do it when I was in uh, freshman year of high school. March 17th, 1996. Yeah, yeah. That's when I was, so, that's when I was ordained. Um, well, anyway, so welcome to WizBiz with Reverend Alex and latecomer Eric. <laughs> So, uh, so in 89, I was in Japan, uh, on sort of a student exchange, yes. st- student ex- exchange thing. And, um, I was staying in a fairly traditional farmhouse, um, in the Saitama prefecture, which no longer exists, but it's basically outside of Tokyo. And, uh, they had sort of, uh, traditional Japanese bathrooms, which were a trick to use. They Is that did... the squatty toilets? Well, no, they had a normal toilet. Oh, okay. So they did have a normal toilet, but, uh, the bath part itself was like a traditional Japanese bath, you know? So it was, uh, I mean, there was gross stuff about it. Like it's communal bath water. You go in there and you oh. clean yourself. Oh, no, I don't like that of... at all. But as the guest, I got to go first. Oh, uh, then and, I got they, no and problem. then they also had sort of like a shower where you'd like rinse yourself off outside of the bath and stuff. But uh, they were a very old traditional family, and while I was in there, uh, the grand so and, and it was a it was a you know a multi generational home, and while I was in there taking a bath one day, the grandma walks in, butt naked, 
and showers herself off, pays no attention to me, walks off. Oh, yeah. And I was just like, what the fuck is going on? I didn't know how to handle that. I was sort of like, what? Yeah. Why is there this naked old oh, lady in the room with yeah, me? that's funny. Uh, <laughs> I had not thought about that in so many years. Oh, that's great. The um, <sighs> That's interesting. It's so I never really thought about it until a few years ago. I saw this picture of, uh, when were cameras invented? Like 1870-ish, 1890? 1820, is that far back? Well, I mean, we had, we've had cameras for a super long time. Okay, by the way, so th- the earliest picture they have of Japanese peasants... Probably the 1860s, 1870s, yeah. yeah. Um, was this woman walking around topless doing, like, rice harvesting. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, wow, that's crazy that they were, like, so free. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, because they weren't, like, weird Puritan fucking Christian people. Yeah. So I looked into it and, like, yeah, they didn't have a nudity taboo no. for most of their existence until Christian showed up and ruined everything. I think even I, – I think that they even now they don't have as much of a nudity taboo Oh, it's not as nearly as bad, but it's still, like – they've got the whole, like, porno you can't show the actual – yeah, 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 yeah. Entry, but uh, but that, but decency laws and how people actually act are two different things. But this is definitely like oh a yeah, no, it's just it, like yeah, it was just that, really interesting that like yeah, I don't, yeah, I'm so trained for my, you know. I mean, that grandma at the time, she must have been in her seventies, so she was, you know, probably born in 1920 or something like that. Yeah, I knew. I know she spoke German. <laughs> really? Well, yeah. yeah. That was a weird thing. I, I ran into a lot of older people there who spoke German. Oh, that actually somewhat is disturbing. It, yeah. And I, I was I thinking just, about I it. Just and I just did like, the math. This like, is super oh, weird. Yeah, born in 1920. Oh, shit. Rut row. Rut row. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So drop ball. Uh, yeah. I, uh, so let's talk about let's talk about your drop ball score. Like how how many can you do? Uh, when I was younger and had better knees uh-huh. and it was a little thinner. I think I could probably pick a racquetball up with my butt cheeks uh-huh. in a row. I mean, even now, I can do Hindu squats. I could probably do about 40. When I was younger, I could certainly squat down to get my butt on the ground and get back up. Certainly couldn't have done it 40 times. So I'm th- saying my drop-off score, I had very taut butt from being a skateboarder. Uh-huh. When I was younger, I'd say my drop-off score, probably 15. Right now... I don't think I could get back up. I'll be honest with you, I don't think I could get to the floor and back up. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm clenching my cheeks, trying to figure out because I know that I can squat low enough to get the ball, and I know I can get back up from there. But could I do it while having my cheeks clenched? That's that's a tough one. I couldn't squat low enough to get to get to a like a racquetball sized ball. Uh, how big is a racquetball ball? Those are little. There, there's one on the table right there if you want to try. Um, no, I'm not going to. Okay, my, so Eric, 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 you have Eric, to like take your pants off to. No, play no, he kept ball. he kept his pants on while he, he did was it. a ghost. He didn't no, no, but pants? didn't Finn do one? Oh, no, Jake picked up Finn. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, Finn didn't do any. All right, so, uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you if we get 20 if... people to join our Patreon... Do we, we don't have a Patreon, no. Like, just let me finish. 20 <laughs> people to join our Patreon, we could get Eric to pick up a ball with his butt. And keep in mind, we don't have a Patreon. That's really... Just, I, was, I, was, I, I gave you a really good loophole. How about this? How about this? If uh, we get people who are willing to band together and pay both of our rents for a month, I will totally try to score a point and drop ball. All right, I'm down. All right. Uh, yeah. All right. So you listening uh, to this audience? I hope you're listening. Yes. Yes. You can. You can tip. Uh, tip Eric on Arnamancy. Uh, all your bat tokens. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So uh, we talked about old people showering. Um, we talked about drop ball. Oh, here's oh, another. The soul sucking ghost. Uh, wait, wait. Before it's soul sucking ghost, there's another major bit of bit of misogyny uh-huh. from Jake. They run into some kind of abominable snowman yeti-like oh, yes, monster. Yes, and uh, she's weeping. Uh-huh. So a crying. Oh wo- yeah. Ah yeah. oh, fuck! So I hated this part. A crying woman. 
Uh-huh. Uh, Finn's like, I don't know how to make this stop. And Jake says, and this is somewhat of a quote or very close to it. Just make her think it's her idea. That's how you make the ladies do what you want. But he God, says the second so part in like awful. a sexy voice. It was so awful. Like, like I was like, Jake, no. We we joke around a lot about about you know this this show and how yeah. it's inappropriate or whatever, and it's really bad. There are some really really inappropriate spots because there's some lessons that this show teaches. That's like, oh, violence is the answer, et cetera. It's yeah, like a, yeah. kind of funny. Obviously, anybody with any kind of parenting around will know that it's not. Real, oh, but this shit. is, this By is the way, subtle. It, it is, but I do want to talk about, like, the lesson that we learned from the last episode is never trust anybody who's clean shaven. Hmm. They're almost always lying My, to you. I, I, don't, I don't disagree, but I wonder, <laughs> Finn does have a beard when he grows up, right? Hell yeah, he has a beard. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, never trust a clean shaven man. Flawless argument. Never, never trust a clean shaven man. Yep. Uh, audience at home, as you probably both, uh, as you probably both. <laughs> probably both of Jesus us have hair. Fuck. No, on I the just bottom remember, of our heads. I just referred that there's two people in the audience. Uh, that, uh, Eric and I both have probably, beards. Eric, probably uh, both the people Eric, in the audience yeah, know that we have beards. Eric has a magnificent beard, and I have a uh, uh, I'm from the evil universe uh, <laughs> Spock goatee. Or Van Dyke, if you want to be a pedant. We've been talking <laughs> about this episode for a long time, and none of us has said uh, Thank you. No, I'm glad you brought that up. I can't do that. You can't do... Where are you? Where does that noise come from? Uh, it is. Um, is it your tongue or is it cheek between your cheek and your teeth? It's uh, both. It you just did it. No, but I'm what I'm doing is sucking in. It's hitting the left side of my tongue, and the molars. Yeah, is where yeah, the, that's it. Okay, see, I thought it was a cheek thing. I can't do it no. well, but I can at least make the noise. Okay, <laughs> I thought it was a cheek because there was a there's an outside kind of duck noise you can make with your cheek. Oh, I think like out I here? think the I think the cheek poofs out and acts as the sounding chamber. Okay, all right. Yeah, see, I thought that it was like you know those people that get confused where the sound of a snap comes from. They think it's from the fingers, but it's actually the meat of your palm. How would you get confused about that? I mean, you know, people think that the snap comes from this mo- this part. Oh, but it's you know, but so I was like, I saw the cheek going out. I'm like, oh, is that where the the methodology is cheek out, outer cheek? The, to... the the cheek is the sounding. No, it's chamber. the sound. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. All right, so I can do the yeah. Yeah, um, that's perfect. You're doing it. Yeah, yeah. I thought I was doing it uh, anyway. Like, I can't do that whistle with your fingers thing. Like, my mouth is oh, all yeah. dumb. Nobody can do the whistle with your fingers. I only know Just, one like, thing to do, do with my mouth pretty well, ladies. And it is misogyny. I was going to say I'm pretty good at eating if you want to, like, go out to, like, a nice dinner. <laughs> yeah, I, I the thing is great. I love that it became a runner in it. I imagine mm-hmm. that at some point somebody in the writer's room did that. I'm that way more became, yeah. than you. <laughs> uh, I love the, I love the, um, what's the, what's the armor, the armored knight that follows them around all episodes? Oh, that is uh, uh, Sir, Slicer. Sir you know, Slicer. You know who he's paid by? Played by? Uh, no, I do not. Uh, he is played by an actor named uh, Peter Stormme, Stormare, 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 yeah. uh, who also played like that big, mean, bald, bad guy on Fargo. Yeah, he's been in a ton of stuff. Well, so much to the point yeah. that I know his name. Yeah, yeah. Couldn't so tell you I what was, he's been in. But yeah. Well, I didn't recognize his voice, so I was yeah. really excited to, to see that. Uh, another amazing thing about this. Oh, wait, should we finish talking about the episode? Uh, I am more than all of you. Yeah, uh, the ghost the ghost turns into the librarian from Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jake tries to suck out Jake's or Finn's, Finn's soul, soul, which is the second time so far this season that's happened. They get the um, they get the armor, and it turns out it's lady armor. It's and, this and amazing lady armor. It's like this golden Valkyrie. It looks armor. like uh, like uh, Brunhilda or whatever. Yeah, from, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and uh, uh, Finn is not secure enough in his, in his fledgling masculinity to wear the armor. Right. And uh, almost gets his soul sucked out for it. But uh, Jake takes the armor and convinces the ghost that he's the ghost's mother and sends him out into the light, which somehow turns him back into the friendly. Into a human or into a, into a living creature. Like no, the ghost gets healed. When oh, I think he just turned back, back into a regular ghost. No, I don't think he's a regular ghost. I think he was—he he wasn't even see-through anymore. Oh, I didn't pick up on that. Yeah, he turned back into well, a living good. creature. Yeah, good result. So All right. I, yeah. I didn't realize that would happen. I, I figured there was a, a trick there. Yeah, score. Like it. Yeah. So, um, so Chus Goose is played by his his voice acted by Jeff Bennett, who is also the voice actor for Johnny Bravo. Oh, really? Yes, Chus Goose is Johnny Bravo. Wow. Do the monkey with me. Which I think is pretty hilarious. Yeah, that's my that's my Johnny Barber impression because yeah. that's the only line I remember from that show. Um, all right, okay, so oh, uh, and we're missing uh, because I am a person that makes horrific, horrific jokes uh-huh. on various podcasts, and I have done for thirteen years now. Thirteen years. I would like to point out jokes. the line uh, uh, when the uh, Sir Splicer is making fun of Finn for uh, wearing the armor and. Uh-huh. Having, Finn's response is, at least I don't spend my day following a kid around. Get a life, dude. And he's like, oh, we've just been in the same places accidentally. Yes. Oh, yeah. But, Sir, uh, Finn's Sir kind Slicer of, ends up being yeah. just completely humiliated. He tries to get off his horse. He can't stand up in his armor. He gets a splinter, which is how the whole episode started. Oh, which is beautiful. Talk about that. Yes. I feel like we've done a horrible job giving this episode commentary. Well, I so but, I think that's the fundamental thing. And I've, I found this out with John Alex 8 stuff, my other podcast. Yeah. John Alex 8 stuff, John Alex 8 stuff. Oh, dot com. I think the best commentaries we give are the ones that we just end up talking to each other about the show instead of going through the plot points. It's like, I'm fine if we miss the, who cares about the thimble? Like, you know, it's, yeah. we had fun. We talked around the show. Well, sometimes yeah. it's important. So like this show, this episode doesn't really have a whole lot of um, core parts right like nothing in this episode is really really important yeah. to the overall story and there's of the series, zero except for chuskus <laughs> yeah uh and yeah and even in the in the first in the earlier in the loyalty to the king like you know you meet a lot of princesses but yeah 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 they're both standalones i think mm-hmm. they're both uh really fun standalones i think yeah that's the main thing i've noticed I mean, we're only four episodes deep but the main thing i've noticed between season one and season two is that the standalones are a lot stronger well, because season one, there's a lot of struggle. Such bus. a tiny because remember we didn't like um, we didn't really like the eyes. Yeah, but I think we ended up doing like a like it's a C kind of thing. Like it wasn't like a fail monster. It wasn't a fail, but yeah. yeah. Season one, we had a lot of well, it's season one and just writing it off. That's as, true. We yeah. really discounted it. We really gave a lot of episodes we gave, in we season gave a one lot just of a our, pass, just being like, well, it's season one. We can't expect yeah. a whole lot from it. Yeah. But, yeah. Th- I mean, we've had three kind of, not necessarily filler episodes, but three non-plot episodes mm-hmm. of the four. And, you know, two out of three, I really enjoyed. And the third was... I didn't not enjoy. Like, yeah, it was, it was yeah. you know, fine. So, yeah, well done season two so far. Yeah, well done season two. All right. I guess it's time for another segment. Yeah, another segment. And, uh, Eric, I'm going to throw this one over to you because I don't have another segment. Well, I thought the segment we were going to do is, hey, what are we reading? Okay, apparently I have another segment. Hey, Eric, uh, what are we reading? <laughs> you want to know what I'm reading? Uh, I'll go first because mine okay. is quick. I have been doing audiobooks recently. Oh, that's not reading. Okay, well, cool. I, 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 okay, fine. What well, audiobook yeah. are you no, listening to? No, no, it's cool. No, right no, entire, what are your, no, no, it's cool. What are no. your ears reading? No, our, enti- our entire blind audience that, uh, yeah, they're, they're bullshit and, you know, can't read books. Oh, so oh I guess, my God. I guess, I guess Braille's not reading either because, you know, you're not using your eyes. No, it's cool. Be ableist. It's great. So I'm listening to... <laughs> Is this because I called you a misogynist earlier? 
No, I just think it's a fun argument. I, I I do actually consider a difference between reading with, you know, with your eyes and audiobooks, but I have a job where 75% of it I can do by rote, so I uh-huh. can just listen to audiobooks. So it's sort of a hand job? Well, that's, you know, that's, that's after hours. Yeah. That's how I pay for the luxurious studio. So I've been reading uh, or, or listening to uh, Stephen King audiobooks. So I've listened to uh, the first... Uh, five books of the uh, the Dark Tower uh, mm-hmm. the thing, and The Shining. Now, uh, people that are on my actual Patreon uh, for John Alex Eight stuff uh, will have heard this, but there's very few people, so they wouldn't have. <laughs> what I've what I've come to discover about Stephen King is, I'm not saying he's racist. I'm not. Okay. I didn't hear you say he was racist. But f- yeah, you're about to hear it implied. Four out of the f- four. No, wait. F- am I five books into it? Well, that's what you just said. Yeah, I was just doubting whether it's five or four. Let's say five plus The Shining. So I'm six books deep. Okay, okay, so it's five books plus or minus one. Yeah. Either way, all but one has multiple uses of the N-word in it. Really? Yes. Now, they're in context. And I'm a writer. I will defend inappropriate language when it works with the character. And it does. This is, uh, one is an evil NC in a hotel talking shit about someone. Totally makes sense. The other Uh is a woman who went through like pretty bad racist shit being thrown at her mm-hmm. and it being kind of like quoted or whatever, like in, and it, it's fine. Mm-hmm. It's, it makes sense in context, but I wasn't going to, I'm, I'm Stephen King to me was, I wasn't expecting that. I right. guess I just, I was thinking, ah, whatever. It's just going to be some dumb fantasy thing or some dumb horror thing. Like right. I wasn't expecting some white guy to be thrown out the end. Like he's not throwing it out. The characters are, I need to be very clear here, not calling him it. It just, Maybe I'm just, maybe my, my sus flag went up just a little bit of yeah. like, really? Five out of six? Uh-huh. Like, I'm sorry. It's, it's, I mean, they're fine. The books are good. And like, maybe I just had a weird sample set that like every maybe. other book doesn't have that. I mean, I honestly don't know. I, I read a lot of Stephen King when I was younger, but I haven't read Stephen King in that's, a really long time. That's why I got into it is, um, yeah. I read them when I was in middle school. And I was like, I haven't touched Stephen King in a long time. One of my friends was telling me that his later books, like the recent ones, a lot of it is him like putting up the I'm aware of my privilege flag, hmm. which is like, oh, shit, you're like legitimately a boomer. Not not the misappropriated usage of that term. Like you're the, the you're a child There's of a baby boomer. misappropriation of boomer? Yeah. Like, OK, boomer. Is that a misappropriation? Well, when they're talking to people that are in their 50s and 60s. Yeah. Those are Gen X. But nobody says that to people who are in their of 50s Of course and they 60s. do. They say it to people that are our age. Nobody okay. said okay boomer to me. Has people say said okay boomer to That's you? That's because you only talk to old people. Oh, okay boomer. Yeah, but like, I to, I, no, no, I, on 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 social media, okay boomer is a phrase for anybody that's probably no, all of our listeners know that already. Well, I don't know if you do. I'm trying I've to legitimately you. used it against boomers. I've, yeah, said no, that, I've said that to my dad. Against boomers, fine. So, but I was like, oh wow. And my I, dad reminded yeah. me that he's too old to be a boomer. I'm like, oh shit. Oh shit. shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that uh, I'm like, oh wow, this guy's like aware enough at a, a very advanced age that you can just give up and go full Dilbert writer and go, I, I don't care. I'm just going to yeah. be a monster. And he's like aware that even in his seventies, I'm aware of my purge. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like maybe, maybe I should give Stephen King a little bit more credit and go yeah. back and like read his stuff. And, and I'm enjoying it, but I was, yeah, I just was not expecting that. And then I realized like, wait a second, the other book I wrote featured preteens running a train on one of their friends. Ah! Yeah. And it, there's a bonding oh, moment God. between the whole group. Yeah. I was like, it's Stephen what the fuck? I'm like, I don't know what to do now. All I know is I haven't read Stephen King in a long time, and I don't plan on going. Back. Yeah, this wasn't this wasn't a, 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 a glowing uh, recommendation. So, um, 
after that horror, uh, Eric, please tell us about something far more pleasant. Uh, I'll tell you about something uh, a little bit a little bit more unusual. I'm currently reading a book called. Oh, hold on, hold on. I'll get there. What's well, an e-reader? So it doesn't actually count. That's it's not a true. book. That's it's true. a file. Eric's yeah. currently a file. I'm yeah. currently browsing a file, perusing yeah. a file called uh, "Come as You Are: uh, The Surprising New Science That Will Transform Your Sex Life." By <laughs> is "Come" spelled C-U-M? No, it's spelled C-O-M-E. Yeah. Uh, it's That's by uh, Emily song. Emily Nagoski, PhD. Yeah. But it's about um, it's about a uh, it's like sex advice for women. Mm. Um, but the reason I'm reading it is uh, a f- young friend of mine that, uh, you know how you sometimes have like those friends at bars, you know, like the people that you hang out with at the, at, hang out with at that other bar. You mean the standard 14 yeah. Northeast 22nd? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, but you know, like you've got those friends that you only see at the bar. Yeah. Yeah. So one of those friends, like I, I was talking to her the other day and she was reading this book and I was like, what is that? And she was like, oh, it's this great book that sort of is like reframing um, sexuality and like uh, sex stuff using all this like new research and new stuff. And, and she's like, if you have a vagina or friends with vaginas, you should read this book. And I was like, all right, cool. Sure. I'll check it out. Hmm. Um, and it's actually pretty good. It's kind of self-helpy. Uh, and it's kind of, it's definitely aimed at a female audience. Uh, but it has, it's also got like a lot of really insightful stuff in it where I'm kind of like, do people write books like this for men? I feel like I would say no, but only because men seem to be a little bit more, if I may dust off my 1994 parlance here, uh-huh. men seem to be a little bit more plug and play. <laughs> you don't you don't hear a lot of stories of other than like uh, uh, equipment malfunction. You don't hear a lot of stories about men uh, not uh, finishing in a pleasant way during a sexual act. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that there's a lot. So this book sort of reframes a lot of... Um, uh, sex talk in terms of like sexual excitement versus sexual inhibitions where you have like accelerators and brakes playing off against each other and some sort of cosmic balance inside you. Sort of like uh, Reed Richards and Dr. Doom. Hmm. You know, you've now got, you're speaking my language. Yeah, yeah. I don't so, know anything about the sex stuff. I haven't had sex in a lot of, uh, you know, like a long ass time, but I get the, I get the <laughs> Fantastic Four. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but it's, it was interesting. And, uh, there is a quiz in here. Would you like to take the quiz? I would, but I would like to clarify a statement I just made there. I, that was not a men are better statement. I just meant men are, uh, broadly speaking, less complicated. Less complicated? <laughs> There's less complicated, less nuance, and less uh, goodness involved. I feel like in my own experience, I have discovered that I have far more complications and nuances than I've been than, than I was uh, expecting. I am that way the on the emotional side, but on the uh, Lego goes into Lego side, it's it's generally, you know... Well, now we're getting into to some weird. Metaphors. Okay, no, I would, I would love, right. right, I would love to hear this. Uh, this okay, this okay. Quiz. So in this quiz, we're going to go through a list of questions about okay. uh, your inhibitors, your uh, your doctor okay. dooms, and your uh, exhibitors. Exhibitors, your okay. your Reed Richardses. Unless it's the other way around, because I feel like Doctor Doom's always trying to do stuff, and Reed Richards is always stopping him. Yeah, but Reed Richards is also like a pioneer breaking scientist that like because of his pioneering work got irradiated by cosmic rays. So do you yeah. think that Reed Richards uh, as, I think they as should the fuck. good guy well, I mean, they probably did. Oh, I, hope I mean, so. why do you think there's so much tension between That's them? That's true. And Reed Richards can like mold his body into any different shape. So like Doctor Doom's like, man, that was the best I've ever had. And and, and he just he wants can't it back. Chase that high. But you know yeah, who's yeah. got it? Sue. Sue Richards has it. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. 
And she's, you can barely even see her. I know. She's totally, I mean, the nice thing about, about uh, communicating with her is she's totally transparent. <laughs> Very nice. Excellent, Todd. It's much better than mine. <laughs> All right, all right. So, you, all right. You want to do the, the I, I would there's love a to Cosmo quiz. style quiz. Right there's in the nothing I'm I want to do some, more. I'm going to ask you some quiz. uncomfortable as, questions. As, as, a, as, a, as a near incel, <laughs> haven't dated for years person, I would uh, love to take a quiz. So in response to each of these questions, you're going to have to answer uh, not at all like me, not much like me, somewhat like me, a lot like me, or exactly like me. Oh, wait, wait. What, what are the numbering? It's zero through four. But uh, every once in a while, it'll surprise you, and the That's fine. scale so, will be backwards. So you just answer zero through four. Zero being zero not at all. Zero is not at all, and then and four, four is exactly. exactly. Okay. Okay. All right. So inhibitors. I don't know if I can ask these questions on, on the air. I, of I, course if, you can. If I can't, then you'll just have to edit out this whole segment. It's going to be terrifying. Or you could just you could be a big boy and understand you're talking about scientific things, okay, like is, all Cosmo. This is science. This is science. This all is right. science, yeah. All right. Sometimes I have so many worries that I am unable to get aroused. Oh, um, is there a, uh, I can't answer that? Uh, no. No, you have to answer it. Okay, so I guess what would, the median would be two. two. Okay. Yeah, I guess two. Because, I mean, I don't, I haven't, I'm not active right now. So there's the situation in which being anxious would affect But what about uh, even when you're not, you, you still are with yourself every once in a while, I assume. I've never been so anxious I can't jack off. So would that be a four? No, that would be a zero. Wouldn't it? No, because it's... It, oh, yeah, because it's exactly match. Yeah. But... So I'm so anxious it exactly match. So if we're talking about jacking off, then a zero. <laughs> I've never been so anxious I couldn't jack off. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Unless things are just right, it is difficult for me to become sexually aroused. With another person, this is the problem. With another person or by myself? Well, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's supposed to be with another person, but okay. Let's go back to. Let's say it's all with another person. Okay, if it's with another person. Okay, so let's change my first answer to a four. Exactly like me. Yeah, because uh, I'm I'm generally too anxious to like uh, okay, okay, get okay. into. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, what was the the next one was? Unless things are just right, it is difficult for me to become sexually aroused. I would say three. Three. Uh, if I am uncertain how my partner feels about me, it is harder to get aroused. Oh, uh, at four. Yeah. That seems like it. If I am worried about taking too long to be... Gosh, this is just... If I'm worried about taking too long to become aroused or to orgasm, it can interfere with my arousal. I hate that question because there's, Me two, too. there's two different questions involved I know, there. I know. But too long in the performance, uh, I'm not at all... That doesn't match me at all. Okay. <clears throat> and then finally... Sometimes I feel so shy or self-conscious during sex that I cannot become fully aroused. During sex? Oh, yeah. not at all. Zero. Yeah. All right. So that total there comes to 11. All right. Now the excitors. These are the um, the Dr. Dooms. Or like excite whores, am I right? Oh. High five. Wow, I can't believe you gave me that high five, Eric. That was weird. <laughs> all right. Seeing a partner doing something that shows their talent or intelligence or walking them, watching them interact well with others can make me very sexually aroused. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, four. All right. Yeah, yeah, All right. totally. Yeah. That's a good one. When I think about someone I find sexually attractive or fantasize about sex, I easily become sexually aroused. And three. Three. If it is possible someone might see or hear us having sex, it is more difficult for me to get aroused. 
Oh, those are two very different questions. See and hear are so fucking different. Well, no, uh, no, no. Think of it like an, an audiobook versus a book. No, but... No, I, you can't be ableist. Here. Eric, if we're... No, this isn't ableism. This is... <laughs> Eric, if you were in this room and I was fucking over there, mm-hmm. or if you were in that room and I was fucking over there, those are two very different questions. Those are two very different and questions. And that question is combining them into one. Okay, okay, So I'm going to go with two, the median answer, because I, I, I can't answer that. Okay, okay. Yeah. Because sound, not particularly concerned. Viewing, oh my god, I couldn't be more concerned. <laughs> this, I, this, this was one of my favorite questions in this in this uh, particular sense. You know, mm-hmm. s- smells are very arousing to me. Three, three, a lot like me. Yeah, right. yeah. I had never really considered that smells wouldn't be arousing. I can, uh, yeah. I I still can evoke my. Oh, I'm not going to name who it was, but uh, okay. a, 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 a person I dated in the past, she had like her hair smelled so fucking good mm-hmm. that like that's still like in the back of my head. I still have that kind of Proustian moment. And like I'm not saying like immediate boner, but like, man, that's 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 definitely gets me on the track of bonerdom, which I believe this book should be called the track to bonerdom. Track to bonerdom. It, I, it, I think it needs to be more except about men. The thing is, it is I, I wish that it was more about men, but it is totally aimed at women. So I'm yeah. not really sure how well the scale. Yeah, whatever. It's for. funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. And then the final question, I think about sex a lot when I am bored. I, uh, zero. Zero. All right. No, we changed that last one to a one. I don't think that's like zero is a little, yeah, one, one. Okay, so let's see. So for that category, you had uh, nine, 10, 13. All right, so then they have these. Ooh, um, 11 and 13. I got, I'm a prime number, son of a bitch. You have some good prime numbers here. Yeah. Uh, so when it talks about your scoring your sexual temper- temperament questionnaire, for the inhibitors, the SIs, sexual mm-hmm. inhibitor, low is 0 to 6. You got an 11 for this. So low is 0 to 6. Medium is 7 to 13, which means that you're right in the middle, along with uh, more than half of the woman, women who were interviewed for this. Uh, and this means that whether or not your brakes engaged will be largely dependent on context. Yeah, I mean, that seems fair. Yeah. And then for the other one, your uh, your Dr. Dooms, wait, your Reed Richards's? Yeah, we haven't decided. Yeah. I think it's like a yin and yang thing. It is. Yeah, yeah. It is definitely. I'm kind of thinking maybe we should use um, Sue Storm and Johnny Storm instead. Yeah, but we all kind of want them to fuck a little bit. But they're, they're, that's gross. It makes this it better. Game of Thrones. It's it could be, Fantastic though. Four. Could be, though. Uh, so low is zero to six. Medium is seven to 13 for exciters. You're right in the middle, so whether or not you're sensitive to sexual stimuli probably depends on the context. That's not very useful. No, but it is accurate okay. in, in, in that most of my answers are based on uh, long, dusted, forgotten memories. <laughs> Eldrick memories of... of, of they're, uh, they're Fantastic Four comic books that are still stored in a, in a musty old box at your parents' yeah, house in yeah, New Jack Jersey. Yeah, Jack Kirby is still writing for my sex life. <laughs> <laughs> The shadows are very black. <laughs> yeah. The colors are very vibrant. Yeah. And everybody has weird muscles. <laughs> I, well, I love it. Uh, Eric, uh, we, we've learned a lot about my sex life. And I think that's the best thing to do on a show about a cartoon uh, for children. Uh, so we talked about liquor and Alex's boner. Wonderful. Eric, I would like you. Yes, if, yes. If you may. Uh-huh. I may. To make some kind of uh, like a beckoning to some kind of verb state, like a, like a, like a call to, um, let's see, we were just talking about comic books. What are those? Action. 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 Call, so much better. A yeah. call to action. Yeah. 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 Go with that. 
All right. Listen, listeners. I know you're already listening. You're right there with your ear things That's in your ear holes yes. and uh, listening to us talk about all this stuff. And I hope that this has been entertaining. And I'm sorry that you had to learn so much about Alex's sex life, but hopefully it was enlightening. And you also hopefully remember that uh, if uh, you all manage to donate enough money for us to pay each pay rent because we don't live in the same place. We live in two places. We So we need Yet. a month of rent for Alex and a month of rent for me. And then I'll play drop ball. I mean, I, I couldn't be clearer. Couldn't be clearer. Where can they uh, contact us about this they drop ball They can contact us at uh, whizbizpodcast.com. You can find us on Twitter at WizBizPodcast. You can find us on Instagram at WizBizPodcast. You can find us on TikTok at WizBizPodcast. We also are on Twitch, although we have still not been using it. Also at WizBizPodcast. Yeah, we got to do that. Yeah. We should do that. We keep saying that. We don't do it. But we'll plan it. We'll plan it soon. Maybe maybe next Sunday we'll but do here's like the a thing. dual Slay the Spire. Run. That would be really fun. Yeah. But here's the thing. The most important part of this is if you want us to get to the point where anybody's going to be playing drop ball, you're going to have to tell a friend about this show. You're going to yeah. have to tell a friend about Adventure Time, and you are going to have to admit to a friend that you're watching a kid's cartoon, maybe over and over again, and getting a lot out of it. And you know what? Uh, there's even more to get out of it. And the way that they can join in on your particular paraphilia is by not only watching Adventure Time, but by listening to WizBiz Podcast with Alex and Eric, which they can find at WizBizPodcast.com or in any popular podcast player even the unpopular ones yeah and that's my call to action tell a friend i couldn't agree more with your call to action and i'm going to call to say goodbye bye bye alfita zane minor champions Mwah. Mwah.